American Craftsman Podcast is sponsored by Bits and Bits. In their shop in Oregon, Bits and Bits manufactures a wide range of spiral router bits from one-eighth inch shank to half-inch shank, from one thirty-second inch cutting diameter to half-inch cutting diameter. They make upcut, downcut, compression bits, and more. They're used in router tables, handheld routers, and CNC machines, from hobbyists to production shops. They coat their bits in a Astro coating, proprietary nano coating designed to keep the bit running cooler, prolonging the sharpness of the cutting edge. They're the only factory authorized dealer to Astro coat white side router bits. Their expanding line of white side bits ranges from spiral flush trim bits to roundovers, chamfers, rabbiting bits, and more. They're a festival dealer stocking mainly router and domino related accessories and consumables. You can check them out at bitsbits.com and use our coupon code American Craftsman to save yourself 15%. He is the first toy maker to the king. king. <laughs> I love those shows. Welcome back to the American Craftsman podcast. Yeah. We were just singing Christmas carols. Yeah. That's from uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town featuring Gene Autry, right? Yeah. He does the narration. Is that his name? Or, or was it Fred Astaire? Hmm. That's who it was, Fred Astaire. Um, yeah, those those things just hold up. They just... Yeah, that to me is... Um, man, my computer's going crazy because I, I updated it and I haven't... This is the first I'm opening it. Um, wait a minute, say something? Um, about how those uh, okay. Christmas shows hold up. Yeah, you. Yeah. It wasn't. There was no waveform on your side. Uh, uh, had me nervous. Um. Oh yeah, like to me, though, that's those are Christmas movies to me. That and like the music, like the Time Life Christmas Collection. Mm -hmm. That's Christmas stuff to me. Whereas my wife, you know, she grew up with more contemporary stuff. Like everything we watched and listened to was from like the '60s and the '70s, kind of. <laughs> Yeah, like your dad's era, because that's my era. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a carryover from there. Uh, yeah. I love those shows. I, w I watch them every year. Yeah, oh yeah, me too. Um, We have to thank our sponsor. Let's do it. Hayfla. Thanks, Hayfla, for being our sponsor. Hayfla offers a wide range of products and solutions for the woodworking and furniture-making industries from hinges and drawer slides to connectors and dowels, sandpaper, wood glue, shop carts, and everything in between. Exclusive product lines such as Lux LED lighting and Slido door hardware ensure that every project you create is built to last. Learn more at Hayfla.com. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, we're converting people right and left on the regular. Uh, Viz, I was talking to him yesterday about his uh, uh, Lamello connectors, and uh, they were like a dollar, almost a dollar a piece per oh. connector, cheaper through Hayfla. Oh my God, that's big savings the way he uses them. Yeah, you have to buy them <laughs> by like the several hundred. So you're talking, <laughs> you know, you're saving 200 bucks or something. That's on. half a kitchen for Viz. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> That was busting we his chops. You, <laughs> He's putting a face frame on. It was had like 16 dominoes and 25 lamellos. I'm like, my God, $18 later. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Yeah, we all have our neuroses, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I was looking up to see where we were in the... On the calendar. Yeah. So, um, 
So this is not the question. Next week. Next week is questions, right? Which we might record that episode today, but I don't think we got any questions, so we might have to just um, bypass it. Yeah, go an, an extra week. See, this is why this is why we stopped doing the questions. Yeah. Um, said he was going to send one in. Let me see. I don't have... Nope. Nothing. No, not a Zippo. You win nothing. You lose. Does that mean we have to send Chad another glass? Hmm. <laughs> He's the reigning champion. Is yeah. it carry over like a belt? Until you're dethroned, yeah. <laughs> you keep getting a prize until somebody dethrones you. Yeah, Chad, we didn't tell you. you we're, it's not that we send another glass to the next person. You actually, you have to send that to the next winner. <laughs> so you better drink out of it now while you got a chance. Um, so yeah, I guess we could, we could talk a, a little bit about... Um, Current events. Yeah. We were over at the new shop uh, this morning. And, yeah, and this and afternoon. This afternoon. Uh, not doing any woodworking. There's just so much work to, to ready the space before we can get in there and actually resume normal business practices there. Yeah. Yeah, I guess before we talk about that, we should clear up the last week was the auction. That, oh, yeah. That was we were a day early for. All of those things ended up, we didn't win anything. We stopped bidding. Um, I think we, we got priced out pretty early on. Yeah. Um, all those cantilever racks sold for like the cheapest one went for like 1800 bucks, which we were not planning on spending that much. Um, we're going to rough it for now with just some, some skids. Yeah. Sleepers on the ground. Mm -hmm. And plywood's easy. You just, yeah. you know, stack it up by whatever it is and put a, put a, a skid between and just pick it up with the forklift. Yes. Um, so yeah. Just to clear that up, because I know some people were curious. Um, but yeah, we were so we're over at the shop this morning. We got a big rainstorm coming, which uh, was the hurricane that hit, or whatever it was, tropical storm that hit uh, Florida. Yeah. Today, right? Yeah, I think it actually was a Category One when it hit Vero Beach. Hmm. Uh, what'd they say? It was the latest hurricane to hit, make landfall ever, or something. Yeah, that's what we have uh, in our future. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got a bunch of rain coming, and there were there's two gutters at the new shop, and there weren't any downspouts on them. So we went over there and said, oh, shit, we better check it out and grab. But at some time between when we looked and now, somebody came and put on downspouts. Yeah, yeah, it must have been Carlos's yeah. thing. Which is good. Yeah. Takes it off our plate. Yeah, I wouldn't even, uh, I mean, guess that they were those really big, uh, di what not diameter, but, you know, they're sort of that rectangle. Yeah. With yeah, the they were like corners. Four, four by six or something, like real big downspouts. Yeah. Which is good because um, it's just like two little three-foot gutters that do the whole roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's essentially a, a very low slope roof to two sides. Yeah. Um, and we grabbed, uh, well, we, it's always hard to remember what the hell we talked about when we didn't, we went and got paint. <clears throat> so we got 25 gallons of paint to do some painting on the inside before electric. I don't remember if we had talked about meeting, meeting Nick. Yeah. I know we hadn't met, we hadn't met Nick yet. 
no, last week, but had we did we go over there? Did we pod? Did we record last week? Uh, e- yeah, auctions, new shop, and Oktoberfest. Okay. That was um. Yeah, we only recorded one the last okay. time because we did it in the shop. All right, it's, so we it's did one with the crappy audio. So when did we meet? Nick, when did he come by the shop? Was it mon? It was Monday, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, so we hadn't met him yet, but I wasn't sure if we had gone to his house. I think we did. I think we did. I'm trying to remember last week. Yeah, it's a blur where we were and when, because we would have had to have gone over there on Friday. Yeah. If it wasn't podcasted. We might have even gone to Nick's the week prior. Yeah. Um, Because we've been going back and forth with with the design for a while. Anyway, uh, the guy who we're going to barter with, we finally met him on Monday. Real nice guy. Total piece of work. Um, And we're meeting again tomorrow to we went today and laid out. That's where I was going with this. We went and laid out where all the machines are going to be. Um. So you can get a better visual sort of of uh, what he's got to run. Yeah. And the shop fills up fast, doesn't it? Yeah. It's six times the size of our current shop. We we added two machines, mm-hmm. but still. Everything just spread out a tiny little bit. Yeah. Not a crazy amount either. No. Not at all. It's just that we have no separation of tools in our shop now. None. Yeah. Um, you know, still tried to keep like the, the miter saw, the joiner, the planer are all very close to one another in terms of like, uh, for processing and stuff. Yeah. Right. Like the joiner and the planer are only a couple of feet apart, but they're, they feed, you know, in opposite directions. Yeah. They're like, they're side by side basically, but joiner is feeding one way, planer's feeding the other. Feeds it back the other direction. Right. Um, when are we going to get our material caught? That's a good question. You know, because we're going to need that as we move our material around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to need a couple. That's true. Well, when's the next uh, Oktoberfest party? Uh, next October. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, started working on the Hamptons job a little bit. Rob started milling up leg uh, leg material for the vanities. Yeah, got the, 12 glued up. The slab heads. Yeah. Um, got eight of those cut. She did Nine. send me... Where is it? The sink. Powder room and master vanity sink. Let's see. Rectangular 20 and 1 8th inch undermount or drop-in sink in volcanic limestone. Boss white, 20 and an eighth long, 13 and 7 eighths wide, 6 and 7 eighths high. Because they're doing those, they're doing five, wow, it weighs 52 pounds. Oof. That's pretty heavy for a little sink like that. Yeah. That's really heavy for a little sink like Must that. Must be thick walled. Damn. Doesn't well, look, it's limestone, doesn't, doesn't look say. cheap. It's roll, but it's house of roll. 
Uh, yeah, volcanic limestone. Um, what the hell was going to say? Oh, they're doing five-inch countertops. So I have to ask her if these are going to be top mount or undermount. Yeah. From where within the five inches are going to undermount, but you're like almost have a functioning top drawer almost. Yeah. What? Because what's oh, I mean, not quite because you have the plumbing, but six, six and change deep. Six. Yeah. Seven inches deep. Not really, but I forget. I forget what um, we said we were going to do if they were going to be the top. We're going to be dumb dummies or. Um, or U-shaped. Yeah. Like you said, you can almost get a U-shaped drawer in there. Yeah. I mean, you could definitely get, yeah, definitely get a U-shaped drawer, I think. Um, if it was... It's top mounted. So, yeah, I've been working on that a little bit, waiting just to confirm a couple things, then we can knock out the at least the small vanity and we could probably i mean probably make the big one too um we're doing the mantle there also and this foyer thing we're just waiting to get paid on those and we're gonna try and you know bring up as much stuff as we can when we go up there in december to measure yeah you know the things that don't need to be measured well we can just bring them up exactly then we could potentially fit everything in the van for one trip when we go out there. Yeah, yeah. Might be tight, but you never know. Yeah, we do have that countertop that's going to be Ooh. four feet by 11 feet. Yeah. Forgot well, all about that. Lean that up against the wall. Yeah. Two wall units. Those could be stacked one on top of the other. Yeah, one of those, like nine feet. Hmm. Mm, I think they might be like 10. Let's see. And the floating shelves, those shouldn't be too bad. Let's see what we got. I want to say they're 10, 10 feet. On Saturday, November 12th, Fusion 360 will undergo planned maintenance. Oh, no, they're only 79 inches. Oh, piece of cake. Yeah. That's nice. They'll be nice and easy to make. We got to order a bunch of walnut. So we got one, two, three, four, four big, like six foot long floating shelves, four, three foot long floating shelves with lighting integrated, the two 79 inch, uh, whatever you want to call these, built in console. Yeah, console. Thing. I like that word. Um, you know, it's captive between the walls with the brass legs. We've got to get hardware picked out. Doing the mantle, which is a three-piece custom knives on the hussy thing. That'll be uh, just paint grade, painted on site by somebody else, thankfully. Um, we got to get a bally block for the laundry room. Mm -hmm. And we got to build the countertop for the kitchen. So it's a decent amount of stuff trying to fit in the van. Yeah. As you say, it it doesn't sound like it's going to make it. No. Well, if we can get the foyer 
the 24 inch vanity, the nine foot six vanity, which is just three pieces basically. Mm -hmm. We get those and the mantle. If we get those four things in the van, then it's just the two countertops, the two wall unit consoles, and the shelves. Okay, I can see that possibly making it. Yeah, because these you just go on top of each other. They're only, I think they're only eighteen inches deep. Eighteen and three quarter, I got. Yeah, for the top. We we'll have to see. Uh, got wall covering on the back, but not on the sides. This is going to be one of those countertops that's got to drop in. Yeah. Um, which is always a pain in the ass. It'd be easier to put those shelves in without the cabinet there, but I don't know if we could drop that countertop in. Hmm. Yeah, I've got. Twenty one twenty one inches there. I yeah. think that would that yeah. think it'll go. Yeah. I mean really to clear one inch thickness, you only need uh just a couple inches, right? Yeah. And we can't cut it too tight because it'll be a template template and trim it a you know, a sixteenth light one and just time. get a one thirty second gap on either side. Yeah. Just do it once and let it fall. Yep. That's what we did with the cherry. Drippy countertop. Yeah. That went in good. Yeah. Needed just the smallest amount of persuasion. Yeah. <laughs> um. Man, my mind's shot today. Well, we got so many things racing through our little brains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this morning we went to the shop. Then we went to Lowe's and we got, uh, first we drove by Harbor Freight. They Apparently Harbor Freight doesn't open till 8 o'clock, which I thought that they opened earlier. Um, unless it said 6 on the door and I read it wrong, which is a possibility, but I doubt they open at 6. Uh, then we went to Lowe's. We got some vacuum attachments because we got to vacuum the walls at the new shop before we paint. Yeah, we're going to spray it. We really should clean them, but I don't foresee don't, that. No. We're just going to, we're going to spray and pray. Um, It'll be an improvement. That's a fancy looking can. Yeah. You, well, you see that's like curved. Oh, look at that. I'm like reading it. It says THC free. This is a CBD seltzer. I'm like, are you sure? Because I'm looking at it like this. I'm like, that's <laughs> yeah. like warping. Yeah. <laughs> the label's all crooked. These things are good. Except they cost like uh, $4.50 $4. a piece yeah, or something. Yeah. Or, or yeah, uh, $3.75 or something. Um, yes, yeah, so we got the vacuum attachments. Then we went back over to Nick Nick's house, the electrician, and uh, met with his wife because they were coming to do the floor and she wanted our opinion sort of on what, what the the floor guy should do because we have like a railing that we're going to build. Yeah. Subfloor hopefully will be uh, screwed down a little bit better than. Yeah. Um, that closet is complicated. Yeah. Um, Nick seems to realize there's not that much space. Yeah. But his wife is a little more, um, 
She's looking through a rose-colored glasses. Big time. It's uh, it's really tight. The geometry makes it, you know, nearly impossible to do anything normal. So it's gonna be. I mean, I think I think we have it pretty much down to where, um, they want it, and I just got to go back and and redraw everything, because you know when you're drawing something wacky like this, you just piece it together, and draw it half-assed, right? Now just you, to get it done. Now I got to go back and draw it for real. Yeah, and you have a good handle on what it is now. Right. Yeah. Now it'll be it'll be easy to do it now. Um. So yeah, I mean, I I, I think Nick realizes that we kind of need the electric done before <laughs> yeah. the closet. Yeah. I mean, we might be able to start cutting some shit up at the old shop, but um, we're gonna want to fire that edge bander up and oh, God, yeah. hopefully it works. Yeah, we better get some manuals and start reading them. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I found something online for the KD sixty eight, but it was it wasn't a manual. KD sixty eight Brant manual. Brant, there's a good German company, aren't they? Yeah, they probably have those manuals. What's this? Copy of manual for Brant KD sixty eight edge bander in stock. Copy of manual. This product is downloadable only. Doesn't say when it's from, though. Right, like what year? Yeah, and this you got to buy. Yeah. We could we could probably write Brant and tell them we got one, and they, they would either direct us or send us one, I bet. Yeah, I mean, if they have it... Um, you know, they give us a link. Yeah, well, if they have it, I'm sure I could just find the link, but what is this? Operator's manual. That was a trailer. Work ready trailers. That was weird. This is in like Polish. This is another buy now thing. Might have to buy it. It'd be worth it even, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even if it was 50 bucks or something. I'm sure it's only 10 or 20 bucks, but. Brand Edge Banner Manual. Oh, that looks like a scam site. Yeah, I could um, reach out to. This one's pretty similar. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely smaller, though. 380 volt. Anyway, could probably reach out to um, whoever sells brand in their area, which I think is either Allwood or Styles. I think it's Styles. You know, they have direct contact with with Brandt. So, yes. Um, they could probably get it for us. Uh, you know, we didn't mention... Not to not to change subjects too abruptly, but our uh, little trip we took on Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah. So we delivered the boxes on Saturday. Yes, those boxes drove drove up to uh, Connecticut. It was a nice easy drive up there. Met with uh, Adam, whom we had met before, and you know got to meet uh, Brad and his family. He was a super cool guy. 
Um, big into that spear fishing. Yeah, yeah. He he does all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, fishing and hunting and all that. Yeah, he's quite an outdoorsman. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he was tied up. He had to go to his what was his wife's high school reunion. Yep. Um, so we didn't get to, we were going to, you know, do lunch or something. We weren't able to, but Rob and I ended up driving to Rhode Island to get some lunch, which was like <laughs> five minutes yeah, away. Five minutes away. <laughs> That's how far in Connecticut we had to go. <laughs> yeah. All the way, basically. Um, as far as you can get. <laughs> but yeah. I had some good pizza. Yeah. It was Nana's interesting. Of Westerly. Sourdough. Yep. And they also had fried-to-order donuts. Sourdough donuts. Which were pretty good. Yeah, not great, uh, but pretty good. Yeah. I like a, a, my donuts to be a little more toothsome. Yeah. It was a little too soft. I enjoyed mine. I didn't, well, yeah, not that I didn't enjoy it, but. Mine was drenched in chocolate. It wasn't like, you know, how when you get a donut from a regular donut shop, it's just like that little ring on the top. This thing was like like a piece of candy dipped yeah. in chocolate. That's how much chocolate was on it. Mine was uh, cider glazed. Mm-hmm. Then it had like oats on it. Yeah. It was pretty good. I've had better donuts, though. I think I, think I have. Excuse me. I think they just needed to work the dough a little bit more, develop a little more gluten. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, uh, also, I was still pretty stuffed from, from lunch. Yeah. I couldn't quite really enjoy the donut as, as much as I would have liked to. I was driving, so it was, yeah, it was difficult. And we were like going through like a, like exiting off of a highway onto another highway and I'm like with a donut in one hand. And it wasn't, it's not like a, you know, like a Dunkin' Donuts donut. You could eat with one hand, no problem. This thing was like. They were you know, messy. Yeah, big time. Um, The pizza was good though. Oh yeah. I had the Rhode Islander, which had uh, potatoes, clams, some kind of like chorizo or something. Yeah. It was freaking good. I just had like a margarita. Yeah. Um, but I did have that Rhode Island coffee milk. Is oh, that what yeah. it was, was that what it was called? Coffee, coffee milk? milk. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Let me see what the name of the, the brand that makes it is. Yeah. Um, it was basically like, imagine like uh, chocolate milk, except instead of chocolate syrup they use uh autocrat coffee syrup yeah coffee syrup 32 ounces for excuse me 14.96 on amazon yeah Mm-mm. two tablespoons 100 calories 26 <laughs> carbohydrates <laughs> holy shit <laughs> top ingredient high fructose corn syrup yeah second ingredient corn syrup <laughs> Coffee extract, caramel color, and potassium sorbate contain sulfites. Not even a lick of real sugar in it. Oh, my God. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, it had that taste that, you know, you knew because it, it was really sweet. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, good old corn syrup. I did not have that. I had a chai, which was good. Yeah, it, it kind of made the, the milk taste like sweet and condensed milk almost. It was mm. so sweet. Yeah, at first I was going to stick to my uh, normal eating habits, and then I'm looking at the menu. I'm like, there's like nothing on this that I could even eat. Yeah. I'm like, they have like a couple salads, but didn't even say like add chicken or anything. So I'm like, I'm not just eating a freaking salad. I'm like, I'm getting pizza. It wasn't an expansive menu. It was, it was, it was a limited menu, I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a small place like that. And mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to have good, fresh food, you got to have a small menu. Yep. Um, let me see. I want to look up what what was uh, actually on that pizza. It was Nana's. Yeah, was Nana's the Westerly. Place. They have another place in Mystic menu. They have brunch, too. Oh, man, those donuts look good. Yeah. There's the pizza. Sugar. Sourdough bread, seasonal butter. Uh. Oh, the Rhode Island, it was called. Tomato sauce, potatoes, clams, fermented hot pepper, soupy, oregano, lemon. What the hell is soupy? Is that a kind of sausage? I don't know. Soupy. I was trying to figure out what that meant. I'm like, does that mean it's like a, like a soup, like a sloppy oh, kind of pizza? Oh, yeah, it look, is. Yeah. Soupy, occasionally spelled zoopy, soupy or soup. I'm I'm saying these. You're not reading them. Is it Soprasada? Z-U-P-P-I, S-U-P-P-I, or S-O-U-P-I-E. Made of ground pork, butts, salt, pepper. Or sorry, yeah. Salt, pepper, cayenne pepper, and paprika. Early on, the Calabrese raised their own vegetables and hogs. And every winter, they made what came to be known as soupy. So it's a Calabrese sausage. Hmm. But it looks looks a lot like chorizo. Yeah. Tuna sausage. Smoked soupy. What is, what's Fortuna got to say about it? Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah, looks good. It was good. And then I ate the other two slices. I ate one slice when I got home because I had three left over. I ate one slice when I got home. And then the next morning I had the other two slices for breakfast cold. That was good. It's a cured sausage, like a, almost like a salami consistency, it looks like. Yeah, a dry cured Calabrese salami, or signature salami. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I found your pizza in the back seat the next day. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. I know, I forgot. <laughs> and I wanted it, too. I bet. That's a long drive for pizza. It, it is. It was good, though. It was really good yeah. pizza. I, I texted my mom and sister, like, you're getting pizza in Rhode Island? <laughs> like it's not like we went to like a pizza place like in a strip mall. You know, this is like a I don't know some kind of hip restaurant that Brad recommended. So it's not yeah, like, yeah, that's uh, definitely we had to check it out. Yeah, so the two salads they had miso Caesar salad and and Shundahai farm chop salad, which had pasta in it. I'm like, yeah, I can't have that. So I went all in. They got risotto yeah. balls. I was looking at those. Preserve, uh, preserved tuna sounds good. Yellowfin tuna, lemon aioli, shoyu pickles, sliced jalapenos, fresh herbs. I bet those risotto balls were good. 
Yeah, fennel parmesan cream sauce. Basil and confit tomatoes. Garlic bread, creamy tomato soup. Stuffed clams. I get down with stuffed clams. Smoky bacon sourdough crumb. Lemon aioli, sage. And you can ask to make it spicy. Tomato sandwich. Nana's burger. Charred fruit and vegetable salad. Charred local peaches and sweet corn. Cured local vegetables. Uh, I don't remember seeing that. Marami shoyu. Blueberry preserve, lemon vinaigrette, and feta cheese. What is this? Oh, dinner menu. Duck minestrone soup. Hmm. Bolognese pizza. I, I was kicking around the idea of the bolognese pizza. Wild Harmony Farm Prosciutto. Charred sourdough toast, sliced tomatoes, aioli, Wild Harmony Farm Prosciutto, and shaved Parmesan. Mm. I'm a little bit hungry. Caccio e Pepe Tagliatelle. Homemade Tagliatelle, fermented black peppercorns, Parmesan, Shio Koji. Oh, man. Zatar Duck Riettes. Confit duck, lemon, fresh herbs, cherry tomatoes, red onion, cilantro, sweet lilac vinaigrette, toasted almonds. Interesting. Stonington scallops and polenta. Seared Stonington scallops, Davis Farms polenta, slow roasted tomatoes, basil, arugula. I like polenta. You know 99% of people listening are turning up their nose right now. Like, what is this? <laughs> what is this crap? <laughs> my mouth, my mouth is watering literally as you're reading this. I got my eyes closed. I'm just listening. <laughs> What's this hoity-toity bullshit? <laughs> I don't even know what show you is. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yeah, man, that prosciutto and the scallops with polenta, zatar duck riette. Man, I have to go back to Rhode Island. We're going to have to plan our next uh, trip up there. Say, so, yeah. listen, we're going back to Nana's for dinner. We'll rent the whole, we'll rent out the whole uh, dining room. I don't even remember what tangent got us down into uh, talking <laughs> about that. We Well, we did talk about our trip up to Rhode, uh, not Rhode Island, up to Connecticut to drop oh, yeah. off the boxes. I heard that there's like 400 of those boxes already in the, in the postal system. Yeah. Yeah, some of them got delivered already. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that was basically it. We had we had lunch and we came home. The sun was brutal on the drive home. It was like yeah. right in my eyes the whole time. We jammed all thousand plus boxes into your pickup truck. Yeah, uh, we got uh, eight boxes in the back, and then had to get three into the back seat, but. The door was too thick. Like, the opening was the right size, but the door was in the way. We had to jam them from the front into the back. It was like, they're like, how the hell did you get these things in there? Because we were inside talking to Brad's Uncle Chris, um, who did the first 200 or whatever they made. And uh, we went outside, and the whole back of the truck was already empty. And they're like, how, do you, how are we going to get these ones out? Luckily, they came out easier than they went in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they came right out. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So today we went over to Nick's and then we went to uh, the client 
who we built the drippy countertop for and all that stuff. And they, he had a desk that got stained with like, uh, I don't know. It seemed like it was like maybe food on a paper plate or something. That's what I, or, or I think he said it was a mug. Mug. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It looked like a weird shape. Um, but regardless of what did it, it was a teak, uh, desk and the top was, it was, you know, like a metal base with a teak top and the wood is unfinished. So it got some kind of stain on it, multiple stains. They look like oil stains. Yeah. Um, so we sanded it and refinished it. And honestly, it looks better than it looked before. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm not even saying that because we were involved. It just, it just does. Yeah. And I had them too. I'm like, look at the bottom. Cause the, we left the bottom unfinished. Um, and it, I mean, it's just like a completely different thing now. Yeah. It's all strapped with steel and everything down there. Yeah. And it's been sitting in this house for whatever, six months or something now. So it's, uh, it's reached whatever sort of state it's going to be in. I don't think finishing the, the top is going to have any, and not the bottom would have any negative effect. Um, Plus, it's screwed in with. You should see that it's. They have slotted holes in the bottom, but it's like this one's in this side, and this one's in this side. Mm -hmm. It's like thing is like totally pinned. Um, yeah, it's not going anywhere in that metal frame. No, but like they, you know, they put slotted things, and then they put them or oh, the screws all willy nilly, so it couldn't even move in the slots if it wanted right. to. Um, but, you know, it's made in some factory, probably with a dirt floor. But, yeah, it looked good. That was, so it was a pretty complete day, and then we're here. Well, yeah, then we went back to the shop. Then we went uh, to the new the new shop, moved the, the slider and the edge bander where they're um, going to go, and marked out all the electrical stuff. They finally got all the garbage out. Yeah. There's still debris there, but um, at least none of the garbage. Yeah. Honestly, those, what I thought were two by tens, we might, might want to keep those. Yeah. That was a, like, like a bench or something out of them. Eight quarter pine. Yeah. We can make a table for the podcast studio. Yeah. Big picnic table without back. Oh God, I want to be hanging out back there. <laughs> Have our neighbor thrown empty bottles over the fence. Yeah. I mean, there's so much, so many little things that need to get done there. It, one day we'll have, you know, we'll get somebody to go back there and just rake it all and clean up all the old debris and everything that's there, you know, on the ground now that the all the overgrowth is gone. Yep. Oh, we can make ourselves some nice desks mm -hmm. for the office. Yeah. With that wood. I mean, it's like, Six pieces of uh, inch and three quarter by like ten and a half inch pine. Yeah, I don't know what where it was used in the building. I don't know. The piece on the bottom is probably probably no good, but yeah, sitting on the concrete. Yeah, fun use for it. Oh yeah. Worst case, just lean against the wall. Should have our dumpster, I think, uh, by next Thursday. I think it said the 16th. 
It was getting delivered. So we have a dumpster on wheels that goes inside. Then uh, when it gets picked up, we'll have to wheel it outside, put it on the side of the building, and it'll have a lock, you know, a lock on it. Uh, then the guy will have to wheel it into the street and pick it up, but yeah, that's not our problem. I didn't know that they did that. Um, so we, we had them come out because we weren't sure how it was all going to work out. I, I mean, I don't know why they can't wheel it. I guess there's less traffic on Randolph, but, you know, if they're going to wheel it out, they could just wheel it out onto Main Street too, I suppose, if we left it. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to leave it out overnight, I'd rather have it on the side oh, street yeah. anyway. Yeah. And if we have to, if it's too heavy to move or it's a pain, we'll just pick it up with a forklift. Yeah. Because it's, if it's on wheels, it's got to be up in the air a little bit. So we'll just pick yeah. it up, plop it over there. And, uh, that'll be good. Getting better at driving the forklift. Yep. Picked, successfully picked up the edge bander and the slider without, uh, dropping them. Well, we also, we moved the forks too for both things, which, suited the machines better yeah so they were they were a lot more stable yep yeah the um the edge bander would have been easy to move it was just that we had no like move it off of the trailer there was no room to turn it or anything like you know i couldn't even turn it around because we're on a sidewalk the trailer is on the street and it's only like six feet or whatever and you know the forklift with the thing on it, it's like 10 or 12 feet deep, you know, the yeah. forklift is, it's gotta be six feet and the edge banner, another four or something. So yeah, 10 feet. Um, that thing has to be like 14 feet long. It's big. It's real big. I mean, it barely fits in between the columns. Yeah. Those are 192 inches between. Was that 16 feet? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so it must be 14, 15 feet. Yeah. It's big. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it does. It's, you got to have a big shop for that machine. Yeah. Yeah, it's half the length of the existing shop. Yeah. Basically. Yep. You would need the whole length to be able to in-feed and out-feed. Mm-hmm. Because you got four, they call it 15 plus eight and eight. Oh, That's yeah. 30 feet. It basically, you know, the one wall of the shop is just slider. Well, it'll be plywood rack, slider, edge bander, line boring machine. That's 70 feet. Yeah. Um. Well, the compressor's there and a the dust collector. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. they're like tucked behind the, yeah. behind the, uh, what's it called? The slider. Yeah. And we got our emergency exit door back there too. Yeah. Out to the garden. Mm-hmm. That's where the tranquility garden's gonna go. Yeah. And the fountains. We're gonna put sand down and get rakes and those pebbles. We'll just pave it so nobody's gonna cut the grass. Just have them come drop a uh, blacktop back there. I'd like that, actually. What, blacktop? Yeah. Nice parking space. Yeah. I figure once we're in for a little bit, we'll we'll see if Boris will let us park at the Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, yeah. He hasn't cashed the rent check yet. I don't know why, but 
Um, so yeah, we're you know, did we say that Saturday we're gonna start painting? We didn't put a date on it. Yeah, we, we have a meeting on Saturday with a designer and an installer, um, husband and wife team. So that's good. Tag team. And that's like midday or slightly thereafter. So <clears throat> I can't sit around at home before that. And then I can't do that. I like gotta, sit at home until noon and then leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I got to change the, uh, I, this weekend I was going to change the valve in the downstairs toilet. It's running. I just jiggle the handle. <laughs> that doesn't seem to do it. Believe me, I tried. <laughs> That's easy. Those things just drop in. Yeah. Um, this one, it's uh, one of those corkies. You know, it's like a, looks like a self-contained kind of thing. Yeah, like a black float that... Um. I don't know. It looks so almost like something you'd see in a fish tank. Hmm. It's weird. Yeah, it doesn't have like the ball. No. Yeah, no, they don't really have those anymore. Um, let me see what I'm thinking of. Toilet. Like this? No. This is what I'm thinking of. It's almost like a, it looks like a sump pump uh, float. Yeah, that one looks better than the one that's in there. Looks more like that. Oh, this. Yeah, it looks like that. Yeah, I've never seen that before. Hmm. Yeah, that's why you're having trouble. Could be. These are only five bucks more. Kohler. Silent fill toilet valve. Yeah, this is what I'm thinking of. It's just like a float on a thing. Yeah, I like the way that looks. This actually has like a screw, it looks like. Yeah, so you could adjust it. Mm -hmm. Genuine Kohler part. Silent fill reduces unwanted noise. Just tell your wife, listen, I'm going to get a quiet one. But it won't be done until next week. Yeah, I, she's going to pick up the parts. Yeah, I never heard of Corky. They make those universal things. Quiet fill, toilet fill valve. Oh my God, $8? That can't be good. That's it right there. $7.87? No wonder it's broken. Yeah, well, they're, what they're showing at replacing, it's like nobody's even got that anymore. Yeah, the black ball. Yeah. Those have all been replaced already. I don't like the self-contained. Uh, no, that's probably, there's probably something not working in there. Made in the USA. Giving us a bad name, Corky. Corky with a K. Fixes no or slow refill, running toilet, and noisy toilet. Replaces old technologies. And then it shows, look at the, it shows the silhouette of, of the, like the Kohler one. It shows the ball thing, but then also the Kohler one. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Old technologies. 
Well, we'll see what happens with the new one. Yeah, worst case, only eight bucks. Just get a new yeah. one. So that's my weekend. That and painting. Yep. Sad and a meeting. Yeah. So yeah, John, uh, our buddy John came by, dropped off the sprayer that we sold to him probably, what, a year ago, maybe yeah. more. Um, So we used that. Spray the walls. We're going to cut in right at the ceiling and the floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and around the door. <laughs> no, you just get a piece of cardboard. You hold it up. Yeah. You don't even have to. Um, I, I don't know that we really should paint the ceiling. The ceiling is the worst of it. The walls, I could, you know, the green is ugly, but it's not that bad. But the ceiling is hideous. It's like, I, I don't even know how the ceiling got that dirty. 50 years of uh, industrial work. I guess. It can't be that old, though, because it's sheetrock. That's true. What do you think the... What do you think was up there when it was a metal factory? I don't know. Beaver board or something. You know, the old school stuff. Because the insulation that's up there is not that old. Maybe they had fires in there when there was like a homeless thing. Maybe. That'll, that soot will blacken everything. Yeah. Around a garbage can, they're cooking beans. Yeah, stone soup. Yep. Got a hole in their shoe and the big toe is sticking out. And they got a bundle of stuff on a stick over their shoulders. Yeah, it's called a bindle. <laughs> I that's didn't what know that, that. That's what that's called, the bindle. You yeah. see, you learn something every day. There's a big uh, hobo culture. Bindle. Like people elect to be hobos? Oh, yeah. It is the bindle. How you keep it on the stick, I don't know. How to make a bindle, instructables. If you can't figure out how to make a bindle, you got issues. You can't be a real hobo without a bindle. It's got to be a black and white checkered handkerchief. Bindle. Bindle bundles. Bindle bottle, water bottle for life on the move. Here we go, bindle. Oh, that's the pronunciation. Bindle. You didn't, couldn't get it. Uh, carried by a hobo, usually containing his possessions. What, else, what the hell else is going to be in there? They've never been in New York because the bindle's been replaced with the shopping cart. Yeah, or now they have the rolling suitcases. Yeah. Often on a stick slung over the shoulder or a uh, blanket roll. You know what I noticed that when we were in New York? That a couple of the, uh, I guess they were homeless, you know, rolling around with their possessions, used those soft-sided uh, moving carts. Like they were, did you see those? No. They're huge. Like a laundry? They're like three foot squares 
like almost like a dolly with his canvas sides. Yeah, like a laundry uh, yeah. thing in like a hotel. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, those people were carrying around plenty of stuff. I don't remember seeing any homeless people. That crazy lady at the bus stop when I was coming here, she was at Food Town in the parking lot, like berating some guy in his car. <laughs> I don't know where the hell oh, she was going. Man. She was at the bus stop waiting for the bus, it looked like before, going the opposite direction. Somehow she made it two blocks in the other direction. She was just waiting to yell at the bus driver. She wasn't really waiting for the bus. Probably. When the bus stopped and opened the door, she didn't have a ticket. She just wanted to give him a piece of her mind. Oh, my God. Yeah. So much for uh, you know, mental health care. Yeah, non-existent. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. Oh, working on a, another watch box. The first of five. This is a, another Patek Philippe, but it's the Tiffany uh, 5711, which I didn't know. They only made 177 of them, and one of them was auctioned off for $6.5 million. Oh, man. Yeah. Where's my, where's my uh, Patek Philippe? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Scratch and dent, used, I don't care. Just send yeah. one. We just need it to look, you know, so just a reference. Just want it so I can wear it to like the next family gathering. The, people wouldn't even know what it is. That's the thing. Like unless you. <laughs> well, well, that's. Like everybody knows what like a Rolex is. Yeah. and But unless you got real money or you're into watches, you don't know what a Patek Philippe is. Yeah, they can say, oh, a, Rob, you got a new watch. What you got there? Is it a fossil? I'll say, oh, that's a Protect Philippe. Oh, that's that's nice. What what one of those goals for? Huh? Ah, there's one sixty five thousand. It's one of the, the lower, <laughs> lower price models. The thing is, like those watches retail for fifty five thousand. The the Tiffany, but they all get bought up and then they all get resold for mm -hmm. ungodly amounts of money. It's what happens with all their watches, I guess. And the guy who designed the Nautilus also designed the Royal Oak, the Audemars Piguet Royal Oak, which is the other. Uh, watch boxes that we've done so got Corey from odyssey cnc doing the cnc work on those uh, also of the makeshift podcast you guys check that out so yeah he's doing that that cnc work he's gonna do the other four and send those out uh once we get paid for the job which, yeah which was due uh it's past due now yeah that's why I'm like, should I just invoice you through QuickBooks? He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, good, because it sends automatic emails constantly. That's like, hey, we're, wait we're waiting for your payment. We're waiting for your payment. And you don't have to do it yeah. personally. He's good for it. Getting it's tough. <laughs> Ain't that the way? Yeah. Ain't that the way. Well, it's, you know, it runs through his company's accounts payable and uh -huh. they're used to like, you know, they probably got 30 day terms with all their, yeah. I'm like, listen, it's not how it works with us. I'm like, yeah. I'm not delivering it until. Right. They probably just paid. put it on the stack when it comes in. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, we got three and a half weeks before we have to pay this. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, yeah, I don't know how, how much more we got for you. 
Well, you're running 55 minutes? Yeah. Well, they call that an hour. We're running on daylight savings time now. Yeah. We got the intro and the outro. That's going to add, you know, about a minute on each. Oh, excuse me. I'm not quite used to this. Daylight savings time. No. Well, this is standard time, I guess. Right? Uh, no, this is daylight saving. Uh, this is standard time, yeah. We're on standard time. Yeah, I, I like daylight saving time. I like daylight savings times better, too. I mean, I don't like changing, but I would have liked to stayed where we were. Yeah. I, it's dark when I wake up no matter what. I don't need it to be dark when I get home from work. Yeah. So if it's going to be dark at 7, that's fine. I don't want it to be dark at 4.30. Right. Um, I don't mind going to work in the dark. I don't want to come home in the dark. Yeah, it's throwing me all off in the morning now. Yeah. I mean, I wake up uh, when the sun is up, like maybe six times a year. <laughs> so it's fine for me to wake up when it's dark. It's not going to change. Yeah. I like getting up in the summertime, you know, with the sun. Mm. That's that's about my time. That's about my natural time. It's like, you know, five ish, five thirty, something like that. Yeah, I get up at four now. I just keep getting up earlier. Yeah. And going to bed earlier. Yeah, pretty much. Hunter goes down to six thirty now. So we put him down and all bets are off after that. <laughs> Yeah. I've been staying up till nine o'clock lately. Yeah, I mean I don't fall asleep until usually eight thirty or something, but sometimes you just you're just out. I tell you, I I'll walk up the stairs, I'll say goodnight. Andrea will be like at the sink, maybe like washing a dish or something like that. By the time she gets to bed, I'm already asleep. Oh yeah. You know, she if she takes more than five minutes to get upstairs, I'm asleep. Yeah, well, I go out like a light. Uh, well, anyway, I guess we'll leave you guys at that. Yeah, with our sleeping habits. Yeah. I don't think we have enough material for a second episode today. No, we don't got the juice. So listen, write in your questions because we don't have any questions. Yeah, remember, uh, winner will get uh, an authentic... One of a kind, uh, American Craftsman podcast beer glass. Yeah, or or whatever glass you could put anything yeah. in. You could put a plant a flower in it if you want. Um, and you might be a shoe in to win if you write in because nobody else has yet. So <laughs> write in. The email is in the link. It's it's. Uh, let me just confirm this. The fix is in the American. Craftsman Podcast at gmail.com. Pretty easy to remember, considering it's the name of the podcast, the American Craftsman Podcast at gmail.com. Right. If you're listening to the podcast, you kind of know the name. Right. Uh, so, right in. Even, you don't even, it could be a comment if you want. Question, yeah. comment, uh, critique. Could be a philosophical question, could be a rhetorical question. Yeah. A rhetorically philosophical question. Yeah. 
use it as your soapbox. No guarantees we'll read what you write if it's going to be weird. <laughs> but we probably will. <laughs> Just no no politics, no, no religion. religion. <laughs> Pretty much everything else is, is fair game. Yeah. Uh, all right. So tune in next week. Ciao, everybody. As always, Rob and I, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. If you want to help support the podcast, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can join our Patreon, or you can use one of our affiliate links in the podcast description for vesting finishes or Myoderm CBD pain relief cream. Um, again, we appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in. 